0: Hello and welcome to the Hockey Hurts Podcast for April 7th of 2019. I'm Ryan Wilson, Penguins writer for HockeyBuzz.com. I'm Cameron Walsh for HockeyHits.com. And this episode of the podcast, we are going to have some fun picking playoff matchups. And if you didn't listen to our Eastern Conference playoff preview, shame on you for six weeks. (laughs) But you're here now. We are going to do something that we talk about. We, we don't like how the NHL does the playoff matchups. It's kind of stupid. I don't think either of us like divisions. So we're really going to push this progressively towards where we want the league to go, and we are going to pick the playoff opponents for the top seeds. Not only that, we are ditching conferences. We are um, ordering them 1 through 16 because we have these things called airplanes now, and... <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna jumble all the playoff eligible teams. Uh, poor Montreal, they they actually did finish in the top sixteen for points, but we are only going to use the playoff eligible teams.
1: So that just shows you the ridiculousness of the current setup, really. <laughs> we are going to start with that.
0: We are afterwards going to quickly preview the Western Conference first round. Much like we did with the Eastern Conference on yesterday's podcast. So, we flipped a coin before we came on the air. Apparently, I won. I will get Tampa first, but before we begin, I'm going to just quickly go down the seating's order. From 1 to 16, we have Tampa Bay, Calgary, Boston, Washington, the Islanders... San Jesus. Jose, Toronto, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Winnipeg, Carolina, St. Louis, Columbus, Dallas, Vegas, and Colorado.
1: Rightio. It's amazing that Vegas are uh, yeah. The, ranked, ranked they're really good 15. too. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um, they're they're not a fifteen team, but hey. But that's the benefit. Calgary in this one through 16 if they did it the old way would have gotten vegas in the first round congrats
1: yeah screw that
0: um i don't think you'll be picking vegas with calgary at number two i
1: would suggest not no
0: so i guess shall we begin
1: go for your life
0: (laughs) and um i think when each of us picks uh we'll have a brief rationale for why we did that yeah okay and by the way this is a tv event We're going to make these GMs awkwardly get to the podium and call out this team. And what do you know? Automatic rivalry, just like they want with this contrived division format.
1: That doesn't reward success.
0: No, Tampa Bay. Now, Tampa Bay is the one seed. I think most people are bullish on them to win the Stanley Cup, as much as you can be with about a single team in this sport. I I was looking at some of their underlying numbers the last 25 games, though. They are 16th in expected goals for this past uh, final stretch of the year.
1: And they've still been winning.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I was surprised to see them in the middle of the pack, but they have such um, high-end talent that they can shoot their ways out of, um, maybe they don't need as much of the shot share at times. So, anywho, Tampa Bay is going to select the New York Islanders, and that's going to play into the reason I just suggested, even though Tampa might not be playing their best hockey of the year coming in. Uh, the Islanders' biggest asset is their goaltending, and I just think they have Tampa Bay has way too much firepower to rely on goaltending to get you through, and I think Andre Vasilevsky is damn good in his own right. So is it even an advantage for, for the Islanders?
1: No, excuse me, Not in that matchup, no. And then everything else rolls Tampa's way.
0: Everything else. So, sorry Islander fans. (laughs) Some of them were mad at my comments last night on Twitter because I said the Penguins got the most favorable matchup in the East despite being third place in the division. I stand by that, and Tampa stands by that as well. They wanted the number one matchup, and they will take it because they won the President's Trophy, and they deserve to pick it. So we have our first playoff matchup is set Tampa Bay versus the New York Islanders. So I'm going to cross them off. And that sucks for the Islanders, because they were the fifth-ranked team. They don't get to make their pick. Oh, shoot. Totally forgot about that.
1: Um,
0: But that's how it goes. Like, yeah, yeah, they're fifth, but you know what? I'm looking at them thinking they're not really a fifth. So, um, And before you make your pick for Calgary, I just wanted to say that I'm going to be putting these on Twitter, and you guys can vote on these hypothetical matchups. I'll put a poll out there. Uh, so if you look on Hockey Hurts or, or Gunnar Stoller while she's 66, um, I'll have a poll for each of these first-round matchups, and you'll Maybe I'll leave that poll up until the first round starts, and then um, we'll keep going with the matchups, and we'll see who our hypothetical champion will be at the end. I think that will be fun uh, to get everybody uh, interacting with this. I think it's a cool way to look at the playoffs that could be cool if they actually did it, so uh, look out for that. Now, Calgary, on the clock.
1: It's funny. You went east to east, and I'm actually going to go west to west. I'm going to pick Colorado. Okay. And I do that because it feels like Colorado is a a one-line team. um, And this Calgary team is deep. They should be able to shut down that one line. And I don't trust that Grubauer and Valarimov can do what they need to do. As long as Calgary don't play Mike Smith, I think they're fine.
0: Well, there you go. (laughs) If Calgary has an Achilles heel, and it's certainly not their team... They've been great. Their goaltending is—I got my list here. Only, yeah, they're they're in the bottom three for goaltending for sure.
1: So, so that them and San Jose have got the same Achilles heel, basically. So, um, that uh, I I Calgary basically because the one weakness that they really have, Colorado's. Goaltending is inconsistent. It can be absolutely lights out, no doubt about it. Um, but I would bank that Calgary are going to be going to be able to overplay that uh, lights out goaltending for four games out of seven. How they get there, who knows?
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So we have Calgary versus Colorado. Yeah, I think Colorado's one line is amazing, but if you're you're playing against a deep team, it it, it's tough to overcome that. But as you said, the the Mike Smith thing—if that is a thing—that could be one way to overcome it. Calgary may be biting off. uh... Hey, here we are, rivalry. They hate each other now.
1: Absolutely. All right, what are these Bruins doing?
0: All right, I am between a few different teams right now. Um, I think I am going to go cross-conference and I am going to go with Dallas.
1: Why Dallas? We have Sagan playing payback on the Yeah,
0: there's a little bit of that
1: too. Um,
0: (laughs) I just... Ben Bishop's been great, but again... Pretty damn good in his own right.
1: Unless you're a Boston fan.
0: You know, I'm looking at the season score-adjusted shot attempts for Dallas, and they're at 49. Um, that's just a, a far cry from Boston's 56. I think if Boston controls the shot share, I don't think the goaltending is really a mismatch either way. I'm going to take that Boston depth, the ability to shut. Like Bergeron... Can shut down that Dallas line. And without that Dallas line, what are you left with?
1: Well, you it's know, Colorado all over.
0: So I think they're goaltender driven, Dallas. And I think, um, I don't think it's going to matter to Boston, who has been lights out the entire year. Um,. You know, it wasn't too long ago I was making fun of Boston, but they, um...
1: We both were, weren't we? (laughs) They're
0: they're pretty damn good. Um, So, there'll be a handful, and with guys like Coyle and Johansson uh, supplementing the the Bruins' forward depth, along with, like, Krejci being on a different line, DeBrusque, um, stuff like that, it, it makes it tough. It does. So... I am going with the Dallas Stars, even with Ben Bishop, probably a Vesna favorite.
1: So well, he he managed to, to keep them in a hell of a lot of games because <laughs> uh, Dallas feels very one line dominant as well, well. So
0: here's here's the deal: Dallas with Bishop ninety three point five even strength save percentage this year. Boston ninety three point one. Yeah, so. it's basically basically a tie. So there we have it. We are
1: a crossover. Finally um, got one. So you get Washington. <laughs> right, well, this is a tough one because I'm trying to work out the weaknesses that Washington can exploit, and I think one of the places they can do that is Vegas mainly because Fleury's come back from injury and it's not been great in two games. And you go, you want to strike that one while it's... You don't want him to get hot and play him in the next round. Um, Yeah, fuck it. They can play Vegas. Damn. Because I I would... If I was Washington... Because I was thinking of San Jose as well, right? But it's literally because of Martin Jones in net and I don't think Fleury's had enough games to be good enough to have to play that Washington offense. <laughs> he, he has um, been
0: a lot better the second half of the year. He had a horrible start to the year, much like Murray did. But
1: he, he missed too many games. Leading he's, he's had two games to come back into it and it has not looked great. And if I was going to play a team with a dodgy goalie, I think I would prefer to do that against Vegas than San Jose at this point.
0: You're just saying, fuck (laughs) it, let's do a Stanley Cup final rematch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, screw it. Well, Fleury was one of the main reasons they did not survive Washington in that six games. And I would bank on the fact that he's not going to do that again because of the situation he is in this year with his build-up into the playoff run. And that's why. Like You've got to look at it situationally. That Vegas team is dominant with the puck, but that... Washington offense can do a lot without having the puck a lot, (laughs) so I would would take the. I would I would gamble on my best plays beating Vegas's most important player. He's not their best player, but if he can't get to nine twenty in the playoffs, I think Vegas are cooked. That's why I'm going that one.
0: All right, I um, I was looking at Vegas in fifteen and feeling sorry for the the eighth seed for a bit because. Their expected goals the last twenty five games is like fifty seven percent. Like since yes. the Stone trade, they've been uh, pretty good. But we have seen Fleury tank.
1: Play. We have seen Fleury tank a few years. of Pittsburgh dominating teams. It's certainly possible if he does. He could. It might not happen uh, this time around, and, and he might. He gets to play against Martin Jones in the first round. So, and we'll get to the previews. I just think that he's had too late a build-up to get himself right. I'm concerned about that with Melkin as well for Pittsburgh. So, that's why I picked Vegas for Washington.
0: All right. I have San Jose next. And they're sixth, and thank God for them they're sixth for this setup because (laughs) they're a great team. Like, the team is awesome. They are dead last in the NHL with Martin Jones and Aaron Dell at 89.74 on the year at even strength, save percentage. Brutal. So, I am going to pick what I think has been a mediocre team, even with the additions to their roster. And I look at their goaltending at uh, 9.15, which isn't, you know, terrific uh i'm gonna take columbus to play san jose because i i don't i don't think bob's been great this year and he's usually their
1: bailout yeah
0: and i don't think quite frankly the team has been all that good since the deadline they they really had to scramble for that playoff spot um when they really shouldn't have had to
1: no, I just, it's, it is it is interesting, like, um, I think Br- you think Broussard's a, a competent player, got to Pittsburgh, it all fell apart for him. Maybe it's the same with the, just these players they brought in just don't mix well. On paper, it looks like it should work, and it just hasn't quite worked as well as they, they'd wanted into the build-up to here. So it'll be curious to see whether that, you know, quote-unquote, Cutting off of the old season, starting of the new season, changes that for them, but um, it's not a bad pick for San Jose because the one thing that should be a strength for Columbus hasn't been as it has been traditionally.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at a San Jose team that's better than Columbus overall, like team-wise, and I tried to pick a team that the goaltending wasn't a severe lop. I mean, regardless of matchup, it would be lopsided because Doug Wilson didn't do his job at the deadline. However... You know, I'm looking down, and I see a bunch of 920s, 930s, <laughs> and then I get to Columbus, and it's 915-ish. Okay, yeah, that's we'll, we'll go there. Um, and, and that's... Uh... There's some other ones I thought about that you might, on the surface, be like, okay, that doesn't seem right, but we'll get to those. So you, you have Toronto up next. Kyle Dubas gets to put all his nerds to work and figure out... Who the best matchup is.
1: This is where it gets tough. You get to you get to seven and theoretically Well, yeah, okay. What have we got left? We got Nashville, Pittsburgh. We've got three more Winnipeg. games
0: to pick pretty well two more and then the the last one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just does itself, thank God. Um Dallas is going, Kyle's gone. Oh Jesus Christ. This gets tough if you're Tarana. Um, yeah, screw it. Go Winnipeg. a pick.
0: Ah, that's the one I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, uh, halliback has been a little bit up and down all year. Have they actually got Bufflin back yet?
0: Yeah, he came back, and that's what's going to make these numbers look a little off from maybe what they could be.
1: Yeah, um, but oh, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still doing Winnipeg. I, I run with that theory I had with with Fleury. There just hasn't been enough time for Bufflin to get up to. End of season speed, which means getting up to playoff speed is even a little bit harder. And he's so important to the way that team functions.
0: They are 25th overall in expected goals the last 25 games at 46.61. And that was a huge. I really almost thought about um, taking them a few times, but it's just one of those things where I like their top and talent a little too much to be (laughs) drafting them that early. Uh, but over on the course of the year, they're a forty-seven point four eight uh, shot attempt score adjusted team for the whole year. They are not the same team they were last year.
1: No, it it is. I remember when I was a kid, you'd always hear about teams building up to be good, meaning they've got a window to you know have a crack at winning the whole thing. And and Winnipeg certainly do, but there are always peaks in that. That block of that run, and maybe last year was their peak. You know, I mean, Line a hasn't been the same player. It's, I'm it's, expecting him.
0: It's tough without buffling It really is because that's a big yeah. part of what they do.
1: But yeah, it's a good point.
0: We uh, you made Hockey Night in or CBC happy? You get some Hockey Night in Canada, Toronto, Winnipeg action.
1: Yeah, well, that's the other thing I, mean, I never considered about doing this: is the TV deals. <laughs> it's a very good point, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's where I would go. I'd go Winnipeg if I was Toronto, and um, just pray that I think Freddie Anderson outplays Hellebuck, and I, I think that's how Toronto would win. So I get um, you get Nashville,
0: Nashville, which means Pittsburgh will not get to choose their opponent. They will be left with whoever I leave them with. So
1: it's just Carolina and St. Louis left, isn't it?
0: I am not picking Pittsburgh correct. I think that they are trending in the right direction. Pittsburgh's got great goal attending. Their third line's been very good. Malkin's back. The defense is healthy. There obviously are some choices that could be made to maximize <laughs> that. Um, but, but they have all hands on deck, assuming Dumoulin is ready to go, which I think he's skating. So I would anticipate him being ready for game one. So, Nashville, unlike you, I am not doing a Stanley Cup final rematch.
1: Right. I, I... want to know who you picked here and why. <laughs> this will be interesting, actually.
0: So, I really respect Carolina, the team, but I also respect St. Louis, the team, and I'm going to go with the Peter Morozic mcelhaney yeah. duo and take my chances. Yeah. Um, with that, even though Bennington is no sure thing. I just, um...
1: You could pick Pecker over either of those two teams' goaltending situations. Really.
0: That's unique to say. It's usually not the case.
1: (laughs) It's, yeah. So, yeah, I can understand why you would go Carolina there. I was just wondering whether you thought their overall possession numbers... I do like would them. Would drive you... Yeah. The, the issue I think you, you can have with um, this matchup for Nashville is that their power play is not fantastic. It sucks for who they have. Correct. Meaning that <clears throat> if it was Carolina or St. Louis, you could probably afford to try and slow them down through the neutral zone a little bit more and just take the hooking and holding penalties because they can't finish. And traditionally, the playoffs, because they're idiotic, don't call those sorts of penalties as often as they should. So... Honestly, um, Nashville could have been picked by one of us sooner than this. Yeah, they could have been like they could have been a, unfortunate.
0: They they're not playing great hockey. Um, but the reason I also chose Carolina is because I don't think they have a lot of finishing talent, even with Niederreiter joining them. Where St. Louis has some guys that can uh, finish more. They've got often. more.
1: They've got more top end talent to finish you are right they've got a higher volume of finishes so
0: you know that was kind of my logic so you get to pick pittsburgh who are you gonna go with <laughs> uh, i believe it might
1: be st louis and um, that's a hell
0: of a first round matchup
1: yeah a little um, worse than was, the
0: islanders one
1: if i was pittsburgh i'd be a little worried about that <laughs> because they won't really have a book on binnington
0: Hi, and there's the book for any goal
1: I was going to say, isn't it high glove for everyone? Yep. Uh, particularly, particularly, Mur. It's a, um,
0: it's a, it's an easy read. It's a one page book. <laughs>
1: well, that's long enough for a hockey player, isn't it? Um, I, yeah, I would be a little worried about that matchup if I was if I was Pittsburgh. This is one of the best teams in the second half of the year. Um, almost got themselves to the top of their division after.
0: It's a tough being spot disastrous. for Pittsburgh to be in. At I think the ninth seed when you're good sucks cuz nobody's going to pick you.
1: Yeah, but you're not good enough through the year. And then you to get, get the, the choice.
0: whoever nobody wanted among the other bottom teams. Yeah.
1: But so they, it's, they it's got the...
0: one of the tougher first round matchups because Yeah. They, they they both teams were in the bottom half that didn't get to pick. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, it's I yeah, I I'm a Pittsburgh fan, I'm going to I would pick Pittsburgh in that series, but I would do that with new confidence whatsoever. You know, they have Ryan O'Reilly. They he can shut down Crosby's line as good as any, as good as any other one any other sort of shutdown style line in the league, and Pittsburgh are relying on a, a um a come from injury Geno picking up the slack, which capable of doing, but it gets harder and harder to do it on Less and less runway as you get older. Mm-hmm. I mean, Murray would Murray. I would trust Murray over Binnington, but once again, it's a rookie goalie, and we've seen what rookie goalies can do to a whole season at times in Pittsburgh. So,
0: I would I would take Pittsburgh in that series, to be honest.
1: You know, it it makes the regular season more valuable if. You got the choice to choose because oh, yeah. San Jose and Vegas have known for a month basically that they were going to play each other, and it, yeah, I just think that that's probably played into some of their lineup matchups and uh, lineup choices, and um, easy to sort of tank your way through. This wouldn't give you the opportunity. you you would want to get as high as you could on that thing, so you get the choice
0: so this is just one way it could shake out the GM's could of course do something totally different than than what we've done here but I think you can see the process of doing this putting it on TV I I think would be really interesting
1: it would make the it would make the general managers do a hell of a lot more work (laughs) uh, leading up to the like the prep work they would have to do to go through deciding this would be reasonably high.
0: So are we going to reseed after each one and then pick the matchups again?
1: Um, yeah, why not? I think that's not a bad idea.
0: Okay, so we'll just do that through and through.
1: Um, so yeah, there it is. That wasn't so hard.
0: It rewarded the top teams. It was fun to hey, do.
1: And we did, it. we did it in about 22 minutes, which means you could get in three commercial breaks. It's perfect for TV half hour.
0: They'd make it an hour. Poor James Duffy would have to kill a lot of airspace.
1: This is true. He's He's great at at it. it. He's (laughs) the best at it.
0: Um, But, yeah, you know, it wouldn't be as tough as trade deadline day. Oh, that's brutal. um, He he would still have to put in the the work for that. So, So that's that. We have Tampa versus the Islanders, Flames versus Avalanche, Bruins versus Stars, Capitals versus Golden Knights, Sharks versus Blue Jackets, Maple Leafs versus Jets, Predators versus Hurricanes, Penguins versus Blues.
1: That's good. That gets that interconference, not inter intraconference. That you you know that I think's been missing. Like the fact you only get to play the other conference twice in a year. Sort of sucks balls. So
0: and this opens this up is, like this a lot is of good. cool matchups. And let's say yeah. let's say the Oilers were in this. Let's say they did scrape to the bottom. I'm picking them because Connor McDavid looks like he broke his leg last night. So there's your advantage of finishing high in the seedings is you get to pick the team that might be technically a playoff team, but they lost their best player.
1: Yeah, there are. Um, and and the, you kind of did
0: that with the flurry injury.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I will, you and I based a lot of these decisions, though, on the likelihood of the net holding up against a barrage of shots. Like, If you think about what a lot of our decisions are, it's like, we're a good team, which is the team with the weakest goaltending at that point in time? And it's, it's, I think that's indicative of this league at the moment is that yeah, it's, when I, when I, when I, it's safe percentage driven.
0: When I have Tampa and Boston as my the first two I chose for, um, yeah. I mean, Dallas and Boston were actually a goaltending equivalency, but because I know Boston's goaltending was very good, then I could focus more on the team that I wanted to choose and not have to worry about that dynamic uh, going into it thinking it's a wash,
1: you know? Yeah, if you the if you know that you've got a, a nice at least three-line forward depth or you know you've got three great defensive pairings and your goaltending's a wash, where's the team that you can exploit the most? It's Yeah, I find this idea is fantastic. Who was it that came up with it generally? I know we grabbed it off Yost, didn't we? I know Yost. I know Mike Shope of WGR 550 in Buffalo has
0: talked about it. Um, I, I would say I equally borrowed it from the both of them.
1: Yeah, either way, kudos for the idea. I reckon it's brilliant.
0: <laughs> and Keith Yandel.
1: Yes. Who... Well, if one player's on it, let's get the NHLPA into it.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Back to the boring. Back back to the real matchups. Um... Back to reality. Calgary, Colorado. What do you reckon? Is that the series?
0: I haven't even looked.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I was
0: so pumped for the fake ones.
1: Yep. Calgary and Colorado.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I knew that uh, Sharks and Golden Knights, but that was really the only one. Yeah. Calgary versus Colorado. San Jose versus Vegas. Who's Winnipeg playing?
1: Uh, St. Louis. Okay.
0: And then that leaves Nashville. First,
1: shit. Who's the other team? Dallas. Anyway. So none of our matchups turned up in the West, which means I don't think any of our matchups turned up anywhere.
0: No, not really. Um, which one do you want to start with? You 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 said Calgary. Go with
1: Calgary. Go with Calgary,
0: Colorado. All right. Um, my thoughts are. Calgary is a great team um, they have a goaltending weakness but I also do not believe Colorado has a necessarily a goaltending strength so like that potential advantage isn't as wide as the Avalanche would need it to be the Avalanche are obviously have that McKinnon is tremendous he's awesome but the depth on Colorado, when you look over at the Flames,
1: it's it's not really close. No, I mean, if that, if that top line can't be shut down by one of the four lines, like, say the Flames lose their top line because they're the ones having to match up against the McKinnon line. Well, so be it. They've got another great scoring line and a third line that can produce. So, yeah, you just look at it and go... It's just, there's too much depth there. Plus, they've got a great top pairing that can, can help
0: but shut They have the that.
1: Norse Trophy winner, too. So. Yeah. Uh, so the favorite,
0: we... at least. Him and Brody have always been good together. Hannafin yeah. and Harmonic have been good, and then you can hide the the bottom pairing.
1: Yeah. The, it's easier for the, the weaknesses on Calgary to be hidden and, and not get as exposed as it is for the, the Avalanche. So, you know... If you're going to pick a number, I'd say Calgary in five. They'll probably lose in seven after I say that. Calgary is very good. Yeah. If they can
0: um, play Riddich instead of Smith, I think that it helps them even more.
1: Yeah, they've shown that they're willing to play him. I just... Do you think they're just going to go back to the experienced guy because he's played playoffs before? Like, it's that's sort of one of the things I don't quite get. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I don't have much more to add on that one. No, but it's, it's the thing for both of us with the West. It's difficult for us to watch enough Western Conference games to be able to get too in-depth without sounding like we're talking at our ass. Yeah. It's pretty logical. All right, San Jose and Vegas.
0: Two really good teams, in my opinion. Um, I know that you... Um, Weren't exactly enamored with Flurry, uh,
1: considering you you picked Vegas to play Washington early. It's literally just how ladies come back. I, I just you're right. The second half of the year was great. Then he got hurt, and that's tough. I, I I'm picking Vegas, and
0: technically it, it would be considered an upset, but. Vegas is the number one expected goals team the last 25 games, which is about when Mark Stone came on board. They have two first lines with the Dynamite, Marcheseau, uh Carlson, Smith line from last year. And now they have Stasny, Pacioretty, and, and Stone following up. Jesus Christ. Alex, Alex Tuke on the third line is a very nice place to be. Um, you know, it's not often I pick Fleury as the goalie in a playoff round, but Martin Jones and Aaron Dell have been dog shit, and they are going to likely tank that awesome Sharks team because the Sharks' defense is amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, the only thing, it's, it's, to help San Jose through the fact that their goaltending is so bad, you require their the defense to get the puck out of the zone quickly and keep it out of there they're trying to do that against the best possession team in the league. Like, that's tough. And if your goalies are going to let in soft tricklers or bad angle goals, it makes it even harder. So, yeah, I feel I feel weird saying that I would take Fleury over either of the two Sharks goalies right now because of the lack of lead-up that Fleury's had to the playoffs. But, yeah, I agree. <laughs> You know, it, this is a super team in San Jose that's going to get tanked by goaltending, and Eric Carlson not being healthy all year.
0: That that's a little bit of bad luck, but
1: going oh, you go well on about Carlson.
0: That. How do you how do you let the goaltending go?
1: Yeah, and Doug Wilson's not a guy that doesn't mind pulling the trigger either. Like
0: I can't tell, but went for nothing. Ryan Miller yeah. apparently was that was like a reported trade that was gonna gonna happen didn't happen um there there were options to be had he he didn't do it and they've got an aging core you'd think that they'd be a little bit more assertive or aggressive on that goaltending thing they weren't and for that reason i think i'm i'm picking
1: vegas for the in quotation marks upset yeah yeah, and it's it's literally just the upset from the seating as opposed to the reality of the actual team and roster. Yeah, this this year could be the it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out because of the goaltending. We could have a fantastically offensively loaded series because of it.
0: Yeah, they both pushed the pace, so looking forward to that one actually. Um, now we have Winnipeg versus St. Louis. Tough one.
1: Yeah, it is. You're right about the top-end talent of those Jets.
0: Yeah, it's tough to ignore.
1: Yeah. Now, the thing that's interesting here is this is the last year of Patrick Laine being cheap. So things might get tougher for this <laughs> this Winnipeg team after this year in regards to filling out their roster. So they might want to do something with this.
0: Yeah, I mean Wine is up for his contract. I don't know where he's gonna land. He
1: no, he, he had another lie.
0: thirty goal year. After and, and he started really slow. And he was very streaky. But they did they did go in because they went out and they got Kevin Hayes, who I like a lot.
1: Oh, yeah it's not that they didn't have they they haven't adjusted for this year to be the year like they certainly have It's just that if they bump bump out in the first round because St Louis are far from an easy out, there might be a couple of people with their asses on the line
0: um you know i'm gonna i know the the numbers are pretty bad over the course of the year, but I think I'm gonna put a little bet on. Bufflin being the boost that they need.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. He had
0: thirty one points in forty two games. That's um that's a lot to miss. He only played half the year and it wasn't the the later part of the season. I think um I think I'm leaning Winnipeg because of the top end talent. And, you know, Bennington's been for as much as Bennington is lauded, you know, their overall save percentage on the year is 9.22.
1: Isn't that related to Jake Allen?
0: Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> That's why you run I mean, Bennington.
1: Yeah, you have to. You, you, you've got to <laughs> run with Bennington, and you, you've got to hope that the wonderful bubble that he's in doesn't burst. I mean, you know, we've had hamburger runs before. and Bufflin takes it wide, drives things. to the net.
0: Uh, Jake Kill, Allen
1: kills him, only gets a one-game suspension, and we're sweet. No, you're not advocating that. Um,
0: yeah, Bennington's been a 941 goaltender, so of course that 922 overall is Mr. Jake Allen, who they've <laughs> kept around for years past. I have no idea why. But, um, you know, Hellebuck's not having a, a terrific year, but. I just look at St. Louis, and, it, and they got that one awesome line.
1: Yeah, but they seem to... Everyone seems to have slotted where they can... Everybody has slotted into the lineup into slots where they can be their most successful. They're not being asked to play up the lineup, so they're not being asked to do more than their skill set allows them to do. Um, and I think that, that balances them out really nicely. Um, so I'm probably going to pick St. Louis. Okay. And I didn't didn't think I would say that to be honest.
0: No, coming into the year, you wouldn't think something like no. that. And no. um, I don't know. I I just I appreciate a team like the Jets going very aggressively towards their window. So I kind of want them to be rewarded for that.
1: Although St. St. Louis
0: deserves to be rewarded for the O'Reilly trade and taking advantage of an owner over his head and Terry Pagula who wanted to say he would spend unlimited money. But then when it came time to pay a signing bonus, he fucked up trading one of the best players the Sabres had
1: and left them with nothing. Funny how they didn't really get better and have just lost their coach. Yeah, he, got, he just got fired a couple hours yep. ago. He was terrible.
0: <laughs> that That Sabres roster wasn't great. But Housley did not maximize what they did have. Nah, not at all. Um, That 10-game winning streak was very fluky. Um, Expected goals during that was very low. They were just riding. One-goal games, timely goals. Um, Housley was a horrific coach. He he sucked at (laughs) creating lines and pairings. He was the worst.
1: Let's let's hope. But back he's on gone.
0: That. His former team that he used to ruin the power play for, Nashville, will be playing Dallas, and you know Ben Bishop playing out of his mind gives him a puncher's chance in this one because um, Nashville has not been the juggernaut that they were last year or even the year before.
1: No, and yeah, their top line is amazing in Dallas, so. I suppose probably should give Nashville a little bit of credit. Like, Dallas feels like a one-line team and Ben Bishop, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe I should give Nashville a little more credit and say that their defensive depth will be able to shut down.
0: Yeah, they can pick and choose what matchups they really want to use. They have a lot of choices to go with that. Um, And they can quickly adjust. If one's not working, the chances of the second option not working are very low.
1: Now, how Rene can be absolutely dead set ridiculous and he can be dead set ridiculous the other way. At what point, if you're Laviolette, do you yank him if he gives up two early ones? Because you don't want to get a third early one against Bishop, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know what you mean. Um,
0: I guess you got to get there first. Rene's... Had another okay year.
1: Yeah. No, 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 I know. It's just that for me, obviously, being a Fleury fan, he reminds me the most of Fleury in the sense that he's amazing can be amazing, but he's bad can be amazingly bad. So, (laughs) um, which makes, you know, his career averages, you sort of don't get the full picture of what they are as a goalie. Um, And I would trust Yuri Saros as well. Like, that's, that's the other thing with this but he's your guy and it's just one of those things where riding him out through it if he does give up early goals makes it tough because yeah Bishop can steal you a game giving up 45 shots
0: um well I think one of the keys for Nashville is Kyle Turris for whatever reason has not been very good like, at all.
1: Yeah, that one's got me a little befuddled. He's got, like, one point in the last, like,
0: ten games or so. Like, he's he's got to be part of that center depth with Johansson, pushing pushing them forward, yeah. and I don't think he has been. Now, I think what helps is getting Granlund. I thought that was a pretty decent move, getting him. Uh, Philip Forsberg's obviously good. Ryan Johansson... Arvidsson had, what, 32, 33 goals or something like 34 maybe even. Um, I think where Nashville kind of shoots themselves in the foot is how much ice is, are they going to give to, like, Wayne Simmons and, and Brian Boyle?
1: And they're the type of guys that Laviolette's always liked. Yeah. And maybe too much ice, and that's that's the, the really relevant point you're making. I just... Um, I
0: don't know. I don't know why Boyle... this is his one thing he does he's marvelous at signing these guys locking them in early to these deals that are well below market value but 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 he'll waste draft picks on like Ryan Hartman he gave up a first for back in the day Paul Gostad for a first Brian Boyle for a second
1: give him credit where i think he actually goes to his coach and says what do you want this team like what do you feel like this team's missing you know the team better than anybody else besides myself i've constructed it but what do you think we need and i think this is the sort of player that laviolette likes so he goes out and gives the coach the tools that he wants so at some point you have to go you've got all the tools and resources you want you can't win so you can fire the coach it would be a really simple way to go back to the owner and say don't fire me, we're firing the coach.
0: <laughs> well, you you made a point earlier in the podcast when we were picking the stuff about Nashville's power play. And I'm looking at Daily Faceoff and they got Brian Boyle on the top power play still. Yeah. And Craig Smith out there on the point. Like if I'm all for the four forward power play, you know.
1: Not if you're the Predators, though. Not with what you've got in your defensive six. I
0: I could even get there with them if one of the forwards wasn't Brian Boyle and Philip Forsberg is not on this unit.
1: Feels like they're just trying to get too clever at times. This isn't just the Predators. This is just coaching in general. Sometimes it feels like they try to come up with funky things to justify why they exist. And this feels like one of those examples. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's um, not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. Not great. So um, even with that, though, I think I'm taking Nashville because...
1: um, They've got too much depth, and and their back six feels like it could shut down all the good parts of the stars. Yeah. I'm, I'm... yeah, that, this know. should this, this this pick shouldn't be this hard considering how good Nashville is. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think this is goaltender related. I think one of the reasons we're pitching on it is you've you know demonstrated some good holes inside that that lineup, but inside the Nashville lineup, but. <sighs> It's the problem you've got when you've got a goaltender that you don't trust as a as a fan. Right. You know, you sort of watch it and go, "This team's awesome." Well, there's a couple of sneaky ones, and you lose games you shouldn't. And suddenly you're down three-one in a series going home for Game Five. It, it gets tough. So,
0: I think we both picked Calgary. Yes. Did we split Vegas, San Jose?
1: We did split it. And did
0: we did we split the Jets one? Did you go St. Louis? Oh I did. Okay. And we both are going Nashville? Yes, we are. Okay, so two we split, two we agreed on. Um, that's how we see the first round of the Western Conference. So, yeah, pretty packed uh, podcast today. I hope everybody enjoyed the um, the playoff selection. Um Hopefully we, we can did. make that a, yeah. I hope we can make that a yearly <laughs> thing. Uh, I hope the NHL makes it a yearly thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So we have the Eastern Conference preview that was out yesterday. You have the one today. I think. Uh, think you're all set heading into next week. I think Wednesday kicks things off. I know Pittsburgh's playing the Islanders on Wednesday. Uh, should be fun. The first uh, two weeks of the playoffs are always great. Every night having uh, high-intensity hockey to watch—it's a great time of year. I hope all our listeners are uh, excited. Hope they uh, hope they enjoy it. And um, you know, we'll be back to to cover all the action. So, excellent. So we will. Uh, we'll see you next time. Don't Bye. forget to vote on uh, Twitter. Pick pick oh, the winners good. for the lineup. So.
1: Well-remembered, because I'd forgotten.
0: Okay, I'll put those up there when we're done. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.